Alright, so I'm just here with my cousin Jack and uh, we've just gone for a run as we've been doing for how long now? I don't know, we started months ago, um, since March, Yeah. around then. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you changed your footwear. Uh, what else has changed since you started running? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Or you've lost weight. Yeah, yeah. Or I um I started running by myself, um, I think maybe around November last year. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I got into a bit of an unhealthy groove. Yeah. And um yeah, I've dropped about ten kilos since then. Yeah. So I'm sitting at about seventy five now. Okay, so um so what things have you noticed since you're lighter? What, like, like do you have more energy or like mental, mental state better, everything? What, what is the main standout for you? I think, I think maybe my, yeah, mental state has probably improved a bit. I was in a, I was um, in a bit of a slump, I would say. Um, yeah, I guess I guess energy would be a little bit better, but yeah, I guess it it's also something that takes time, so it's not sort of evident overnight. So it's a bit hard yeah. to sort of judge, but yeah, I'd sort of agree with that. Yeah. So run us through. Is yeah evident overnight? So. Yeah, well, I guess, um, you know, when I was, I had some pretty bad habits back sort of in around October last year. And um, it's, uh, you don't, you don't immediately notice the change from, um, from when you start implementing these good habits and the rewards, yeah, they slowly pay off and, um, yeah, just I guess slowly. Yeah, well, my times have slowly improved, and yeah, the weight's slowly fallen off, and yeah. I think I've just gradually gotten just into better habits and um, yeah. probably better state of mind. Yeah. Right. What um, what are the habits that you changed? The big habits you changed? Um, well, I guess <clears throat> to start with was. Just uh, first off, it was sort of diet, and then um, I was working out, going to the gym, and then uh, I wasn't experiencing big improvements from uh, from the gym. So I, I started the running, and that, and then I noticed um, I was, yeah, I noticed the weight started to come off, and I, my times improved quite dramatically from. Um, sort of uh, week to week or m- month to month yeah. and um, so that that was pretty rewarding yeah. um, and then I also started some other other habits which is something I've never really done but I started sort of reading and um, trying to play the piano yeah. daily just yeah. 
a number of sort of habits just to yeah I guess make life a bit more interesting and build on um build on my old self right Right. it's like they, they may seem not so interesting but it makes your life more interesting Mm. Like the honest, like, because it's just more discipline and hard work, and even monotony at times. Yeah. But yeah, if you look at it through a lens of um, I am improving or something, then that's interesting. Or you work out what what's gonna what what you can do that's gonna make you faster. Or like you know, you bought those new shoes. So, like, just looking into researching that type of shoe and stuff, it's just like, because you're getting healthier, you've then bought these new shoes, and then you've looked into that shoe, and, like, that's interesting, I suppose. So, like, and the fact that you've got those shoes is kind of interesting. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, the, the path that you go, you go down, no matter what path you go down, it's probably going to be interesting anyway. I'm, I'm talking in circles now. Now, I think um, I think if I spoke to someone like, like even when you speak to someone um, that you haven't seen in a while and they ask right. you what you're up to, right? Um, like if someone asked me a year ago, I'd say, oh, nothing. I've been been working, right. been playing footy, or yeah. Um, and I don't really consider my life mm. as interesting, but uh, I think now, outside. um, no, just like, no, from the outside, your life seems more interesting. I think now um, it does. Yeah. Um, well, internally as well, like a year ago, yeah, I, I don't think I was doing anything particularly, particularly interesting because right. I'm just doing the same sort of stuff every day and yeah. not sort of challenging myself but now I think if someone asks me you know what am I doing I've got all, of, of all these other things that I'm doing and I think yeah I'm, I am a bit more interesting and there's there's right. stuff to talk about so right. that sort of thing yeah so you enjoy talking about like yeah, just your health kick and yeah. your running running shit to people just and what I'm what I'm up to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So you were previously saying, yeah, no, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> just work, you know. Yep. Just work and stuff. Yep. And I think it's pretty easy to fall into that groove and um, just to sort of accept that. Yeah. Yeah. So here's hoping you can continue. So it's been nearly a year now. Did you say November? Yeah. So we're up to September. So yeah, that's nearly one year of being, I suppose, extremely fit, mm. consistent with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess the original um, plan was to, because I, I do take my footy quite seriously, mm-hmm. so I wanted to. Just one of the best embarrassed. <laughs> I wanted to um, get prepared for footy season because I always show up to pre-season fairly unprepared and unfit so is that the reason why you got you started that's that's the main reason um and i've never gone to the gym much either so i wanted to 
see if I could put on a few uh, yeah. a bit of muscle, yeah. um, which I sort of failed at. But anyway, yeah. at least I tried. But um, yeah, I, I wanted to really sort of prepare myself for footy season, and then all this coronavirus stuff happened, and and that was. Um, a little bit disheartening, I guess, because I'd put in all this hard work. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've, I've kept up with the running. Yeah. And it's been good. Um, and do you think you'll continue on with the running? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, I think I've enjoyed it a fair bit. So I play cricket in the summer, or I used to play tennis in the summer. And um, I'm sort of considering whether I should just um, start focusing on triathlons or right. endurance sort of um, yeah. events in the in the summertime because I don't particularly enjoy cricket that much. I think I think I gain more enjoyment out of keeping fit. Yeah. Right. So tossing up, I might I might play um, I might play tennis. I'll see how I go. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, keep keep the running up anyway. Right. So you got a few things in your head of what to do next. Yeah. Triathlons. Can you swim? Not particularly well. Nah, but um, I think it's sort of like anything. You can um, improve pretty quickly once yeah. if you just put in the training. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you look at the age of triathletes and... Yeah, well, I remember Julie Colby, principal at St. Brendan's, and um, yeah, I, I bumped into her last year, and we were following each other on Strava, so she knew I was running. Mm -hmm. And she said that like runners peak around 30 or 33 or something. So if you had that in mind for like triathlons and running, like you think you're at your physical peak from say like 16 to like 30 or something like that. Well, think again, like you can be a great runner from 30 to 40. So it's good to think about if you're transitioning into like some endurance sports. And that would probably cross-translate cross to maybe any endurance. Like she was speaking specifically about running, but I'm wondering if that also means like long distance swimming and long distance cycling and stuff so yeah yeah I guess so and um, yeah I guess also it's probably something for, for people that do um, play sports mm. to transition into these um, right. endurance events Injury afterwards as well. yeah, yeah yeah you let probably I would assume probably less likely to get mm. injured during sort of these right. yeah. Iron, Ironman's pretty yeah. extreme but triathlons and that right. sort of thing but so I don't know like a lot of it's just slow burn stuff mm. so it's pretty safe that, yeah that's what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I reckon if you cycle you'd, you'd fucking I reckon you'd, you'd have you'd fall off your bike but you, I don't know that, that probably means a scratch like some scraped knee or something. I'm just trying to think of the injuries that you that you get from all your stuff. Some soft tissues. Your knees could running, I guess. 
Yeah, well, you're not going to do like... We've been injured running, have we? No. No. You're not going to do like an ACL or... Um, no. Any severe sort of injury that you would you would get playing yeah. footy or um, basketball or... Concussion, no. No. Could get it, but if you fell off your bike... Yeah, maybe. You got a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Like, I kind of keep... Because footy's, footy's my favourite game to play. Is it yours? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yep. But it's just, it's too dangerous. And, yeah, you got to, I don't know, it's like, if, if you don't want to play footy because it's too dangerous, I think that should be okay as well. Sounds, like, you could tell that to a few, few guys and you get laughed at, maybe. But it's the truth as well. Or you might say, yeah, I don't. I don't want to get brain injury, so I'm not going to play footy anymore. I wonder if that would be accepted. If you told, bloody, if you saw a mate down the street or something, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's not particularly accepted. I um I played <coughs> with a bloke who was a fairly good footballer, just at at a, at a local level, mm-hmm. and he pulled the he's pulled the pin on footy because he had too many. Concussions, and his his doctor said he can't, he How shouldn't, he? shouldn't play anymore. Uh, I'm not sure, maybe only like twenty two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think he's had probably a lot of pressure from um, mates to right. to put the boots on. All his mates are probably bloody young, young and dumb themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With with. With footy as well, you get, you get told, like, you get taught from your coach, put your head over the ball, and you get rewarded if you're tough. So you got, you've actually got to, like, put your head in shit situations. Um, but, yeah, what, do you do that? Or what's your style? No, I, I don't know. I guess so, but, but I'm not really a midfielder, so um, I guess when they mm. when I'm required to, I will, but... I'd say yeah, more often, yeah, more often than not, I'm just um, sort of reading the play. I'm a sort of a more of a back flanker is probably my main position, or, or on the wing. So yeah, yeah, probably more floating around, taking intercept marks and that sort of thing. Not a lot of um, in and under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can, but that's probably what. What you're best at not, or there's other players that do that. Yeah, there's other. The there's are other play. There are other players that are, are better than that yeah. than I am, and um, yeah, and I yeah. guess reading the play is sort of my strength. Right. So it means you like don't get too many knocks and stuff, but um, yeah. Do you still find? Let's talk about fear in football. How do you find just running out there? Is fear like constant with you, or can you feel quite? relaxed out there and what's it like for you? No, I think I've always felt pretty comfortable out on the on the footy field. Yeah. I remember like my first few senior games, I was extremely nervous bef- beforehand. Yeah. But um, that, that's about the only time I've been nervous. Yeah. 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 Sports in general, I don't, I don't get particularly nervous. Right, that's great. Yeah. That, that probably means you can enjoy it a bit more. Yeah, I guess so. Well, like, as opposed to if you're, ner- if you're nervous, 
It's mm. hard to enjoy something if you're full of yeah. sick with nerves. If you're anxious the whole time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if footy goes back, you're going to keep playing? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Looking forward to it Looking at this stage. What's your, what's your uh, corona opinion? When, what's it what's it going to look like going forward in the Golden Valley? In terms of when, okay, let's say when sport goes back, when footy when footy's going to be returned, what's your take on that? When is footy going to come back? Um, oh, that's hard to say. I, I at this at this at this stage, maybe next year because what we see um, in Victoria, um, this is the cases are dropping. So yeah, yeah, I could see in what is it now September in six months' time. Yeah, we, we might be allowed to play footy, but yeah. but who knows? And could be another outbreak. And you said to me the other day, um, your your feelings towards football and playing it aren't as strong as they used to be just because you're more mature and there's like more life than footy. Um, yeah, is that, is that like, is, do you think that's a good thing for your football or? Um, I wouldn't think, I wouldn't say, no, probably not a good thing for my footy, but, um, for my life, I think right. just to just to have a more mm. open view about what you can do with your time yeah. is a good thing. Um, so you're more open-minded as you're getting older. Yeah, I'm just I think thinking about things a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, because I think playing footy every year is, a, I guess a bit monotonous but I, I do like but I enjoy it so it's I wouldn't say it's a bad thing but you don't always have just to enjoy to, it though yeah because like, it takes up a lot of time and effort so yeah I would argue anything you invest a lot of time into there would be definitely times it would be like this is a drag but that's part of anything that doesn't mean pretty shit yeah and I guess um, yeah there's a benefit to it as well as yeah the the fitness side of things yeah. so yeah all, all this running we've been doing i wouldn't say i enjoy every run i go on but yeah but you do it for for the benefits it provides yeah yeah, yeah. So, but um no nah, but i do enjoy footy but i guess just um thinking about you know there could be other things that i could mm-hmm. be doing with my time during winter yeah. Like for example, now I'm um, studying and working at the same time. So so next year, perhaps um, footy could be a bit difficult if um, if I'm still studying, right. which I assume I will be. Um, yeah, just yeah. When when you're younger, you have less less other shit going on, or yeah, being good at a sport is more important to you mm. isn't it yeah I think so yeah and yeah and you see other you see people like that are a lot younger than me so I'm 28 um, I don't have any kids and I have a girlfriend that lives interstate at the moment so we can't even see each other mm. but yeah you see other people that um, that have kids and and a family and so I guess you can sort of understand why they give footy away right 
Yeah. Yeah. They've got other commitments that they have to sort of attend to. Yeah, it's always nice though when you see like an old dad playing the twos and his family's there. And he's just like able to do that. Like that does exist. It's his day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got two hours to two hours to I suppose get away get away from all your responsibilities. Um so yeah, um I guess with with footy, um the social side of it, do you think you've made some like lifelong friends out of footy or does that not so much matter? You still feel like the bond you have just during the season is like special enough or I know you've like spoken about jiggles and stuff so it sounds like you do have some some good mates out out of Umbira yep um yeah I've got good yeah good mates that I guess uh, I guess I, I probably wouldn't call them lifelong friends I'm not sure that that yeah I have yeah I know no I um I have good friendships with them but Mm. but um yeah I guess I haven't been in contact with them as much lately because yeah we haven't we haven't you know when because I've played footy you can just they actually at one point they feel like brothers or family or something but then like the season's done and you might not play again there or I'm pops like but I'm not I've just been moved to Melbourne and stuff but like yeah. you just move on and you don't have anything to do with them but you know for a short period of time you know them so well and like you go through the heat of battle with them it's a pretty good connection I think. Yeah, and then if you if you see them um, in a few years' time yeah. down the street or something, you'll mm. yeah you'll have a chat with them. I saw um his name was Jared Dodd, and he it was like his first year of footy, and um, he he was like our full forward, and he kicked like forty or fifty goals. He was a bit of a man child, and it was when Dad was coaching us, and um, saw him. Dad and I went to Fry's Cafe to get a coffee and Dottie was in there. He's a like a sous chef. And what I'm twenty twenty nine now. I played with him when I was fifteen for one one winter. Dottie! What's going on? Fryer. And just like, you know, it's just that's that's awesome, I reckon, that stuff. Do you have like that would happen to you all the time, right? Paul Kirby, women running. What's the connection there? Um, yeah, well, I guess I just played with him for one season at um, Chuki United, and um, yeah, so yeah, we we know each other, and yeah, but it's just a simple no, hey, mate. It's yeah, just a nod. Yeah, and that's all. That's all you need. Like it's good. Yeah. Um, right, do you want to um, talk about last week when that bloke came up to us and asked us 
how how far and fast we'd run. Do you want to tell that yarn? Oh, I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, go for it. I'm telling you to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much of a choice. So, uh, yeah, this guy from... Um, so he plays footy with Paul Kirby. Yeah. Um, at Tat. So he, he's from Namurka. And his name, so his name's Braden. And he was asking us just, yeah, just how fast we ran and mm. all about footy and, yeah. What? Guys, I, found it, I just found it strange because um, not often someone comes up to you and, like, like gives you a compliment on your running. Yeah. Like a stranger. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like, he, it was almost as if he knew us because... Um, because he was mates with Paul, that he was yeah. he was mates with us because I knew Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah he felt um, comfortable to come up and say good day to us and yeah. Yeah. chat to us about footy and. Yeah, it was good confidence from him to be able to come up and, and chin wave like that. I, I probably wouldn't do that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I played against him. So he was when he was playing for Numerica, and yeah. he was um, their centre half back, and he just was about, what would you say, six foot four. He's fairly tall. Yeah. And he would just, um, yeah, read the play really well, sort of like. I think he's one of the best and fairest though. Oh, he probably has. No, I don't know. Where, what year did you win your best and fairest? That was. Um, 2016. Yeah. Okay. And what was your following year like? I think the following year I went to a Chuk United. I let. You changed clubs <laughs> up to you on a bit of Yeah. Is that me chasing money or chasing higher standard? No, I was. Um, <clears throat> I'd, I'd graduated uni and I, yeah. I got a job over in a Chuka. Right. So I sort of. Um, well, I was living in Echuca and I wanted to yeah. to play over there to, to meet some people and just try to fit in. Yeah. So that's, that's what happened. How, how long were you there for? Uh, I was there for two years. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, played for Echuca United both those years. And, yeah, I, I, part of it was um, also wanting, wanting to play at a, at a higher standard. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I've always played KDFL for Andira. Yeah. And it always you always get in these um, yeah. comments from people that <laughs> look down on the KDFL. That's stupid. If you if you win a best and fairest at a KD club, absolutely you could get a game at GB level, right? Oh, I'd like to think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I but I haven't yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you reckon you'll play GB footy ever? Yeah, possibly. But do, do you need do you need to prove like that you can play? Like, does it matter that like I could sit here and say, yeah, you'd be able to play GB seniors, and you probably know that. that. Like, does it matter if you don't? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't feel the need to have to prove myself mm. to others. But in saying, <laughs> yeah, in saying that, no, I, I um. Following sort of my experience playing at Echuca United, mm. 
it was a lot more um, professional. Like all the all the players really. They might enjoy more as well. Yeah, I I sort of have a different um, perception of it all now. Yeah. Um, so I sort of would like the challenge of of playing G V footy. Proving it to yourself. Yeah, proving well. it proving it to myself. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like I have to prove anything to anyone. That would be frustrating though, being a good player but not having played the highest standard locally as well. Like that's a fair comment. Um, and other people thinking, yeah, I'm just not rating it just because you play KD. Yeah. Like, does that happen a bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it is frustrating, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Um, how did you find... So you would have been, obviously, your best season in the BNF. Well, according to... You might have had other great seasons, but... So you've won a BNF, but then you changed clubs. What's it like starting at a new club trying to, like, play good footy? Yeah, it's all right. Um, so it was pretty difficult to begin with because because uh, there was a step up in, in standard. Yeah. And I guess I, di- I didn't know any of the, the blokes I was playing with, so I was, I was trying to fit into a new club yeah. um, at the same time. But, but, like, just getting... How long did it take you to play good footy? I suppose I'm getting to. Yeah, um... It took a while, I'd say. So it was probably like maybe around six weeks or something before I started to feel like I was starting to yeah. to really play all right footy and right. be a, a valuable member of the team. You, I, I feel like blokes won't pass it to you unless they like and trust. They like you as a person. Some well, sometimes they just they, you got to get they just pass the footy because they got to kick it. But I reckon, like, unconsciously or something, if if they like you and respect you, they'll, they'll like, want to pass it to you. And if they know you're a good footy player, they'll want to get it to you. So that would take time for you to earn the trust and respect, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, people always, I suppose, looking for, for a, you know, a bloke that can take a strong mark or that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, or yeah, someone um, that wants wants the ball fed to them at the back of the pack. Mm. You might not feed it to them if if they're a terrible kick or if they can't use the ball well. Yeah. So yeah, I guess um, yeah, people's characteristics sort of yeah play into it a bit. Because like everyone would have known at um, Euro that you could play footy, so it would have been like you leave for the ball you'd probably expect someone to try and hit you up yeah but then starting fresh at a new club maybe you go going through leads and they just might not pass it to you yeah yeah and it's just frustrating when you get overlooked but that, I suppose that happens when you when you change clubs so you were there for two years and then and then what? Then you'd move back to Shep with work and stuff? Yeah, then I got another a different job back in Shep. So, um, yeah, so then I went back out to Andira because um, they'd... Um, 
appointed a new coach and they had a, a number of new players from Marupna. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, there's... Testing me here. Yeah, well, there's uh, Kane Herbert, Mitch Kyle. Mitch Kyle? Yeah. Is he still there? Yep. Is he the young or the older Kyle? The younger one. Yeah. So, um, the older one, I think, had a an injury while he was playing at Marupna. Yeah, a, re- a really bad injury, so I don't know whether he'll play footy again. Um, I think he works night shift, the younger one, at SPC. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, imagine playing footy doing night shift as well, like that. You know, I played footy with a bloke who he worked um, twelve hour shifts at um, Tap Milk, and he would work ridiculous hours and. He would, um, what did he do? Six till six. So he'd work at 6 p.m. till 6 a.m. from Friday to Saturday morning. And then he'd have a power nap and then play footy and then um, have to do the same shift the the next night. The next night would be the hard one. I reckon, I reckon footy, if you're playing a game of footy, I reckon no matter how tired you are, five minutes in, it's like with anything, adrenaline takes over yeah. in the moment. Yeah. So you can just rid yourself of exhaustion. Pain. Yeah. But then it'll come back yeah, the next day or something. Yeah. Yeah. And bites twice as bad. <laughs> yeah. It takes a big chunk out of you. I remember playing at Whitehorse Pioneers and with Ricky McGee and um, we had a our footy ball on Saturday night so we had a Shep table and all the Shep boys drove down on the Friday night and um, we all caught up it was like me it was like me the players were Geordie Travaskis me Nika McGee um, Evan Loudon um, Lewis Tenace it was just like yeah John there was heaps of just heaps of GB boys anyways about two carloads came from um, Dad staring at me. He's putting me off. He was just standing there watching. <laughs> anyway, they all came down Friday night. We were going to have a few beers, and Mika decided that he was going to go out to Perseverance in Melbourne with them. Anyway, I went home at like 10, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., and I was like drunk and stuff. And, um, the next, like the next morning, we get to the footy, and I find out Mika hasn't slept yet, and uh, he had to play a game of footy, and his breath, his breath smelled like booze, like he hadn't showered or anything. He just kind of went, had the night out, and then just went to the footy and played a game of footy, and then hit up the ball that night. It was a massive bender for him. So I just thought, <laughs> how crazy is that? Just like, just being on the beers all night, not not sleeping, and then just playing, just playing a game of footy. Yeah. And then and then you say you had the ball the next night. Sorry, I should told that story because I had my old man staring at me from three meters behind a door, three meters away. Um, yeah, we had our our club club ball that night. So yeah, so that was another big night. So it's a good effort. It's a good effort. Yeah, yeah. It was just the norm though back then, I suppose. Just backing nights up and stuff, but yeah, 
man first. I would never, I would never do an all-nighter before a footy game. I don't think. No, I was the same because I, I tend to write myself off a fair bit when I mm-hmm. when I drink. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I would, I would never drink before a game. Yeah. Would you go around to, you know, one of the one of the boys' homes and they're all sipping? A few years watching Friday night footy, and you you would be there, but you just wouldn't be drinking. Or um, I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think we didn't tend to do that sort of thing on a Friday night. Yeah, we'd play cards sometimes, and I think actually, yeah, they cards. they might have had. Um, yeah, that was a thing we did for yeah, a, for ages. Um, yeah, they might have had a few drinks, but yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. I was I was sober that entire time because. Mm. I don't want to um, drink while I'm gambling. <laughs> recipe for disaster, mate. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to drink or gamble now? Um, I don't mind I don't mind playing cards. It's it's alright. Mm-hmm. But I am sort of against gambling, even though like cards is gambling, but there's poker poker's a pretty good game, I think. Yeah. Some It's a great game. Thinking involved and Yeah. Yeah. It's tactical. I love how drawn out and long it is. It's a real session. It's not like a quick you know, you sit down and you're in it for hours, so it's like a it's a test of patience and like a true test. It's yep. like test cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like with with length things that take a long time you get to separate like the, the men from the boys like you find out who's actually good at something yeah like a chess game I like long chess games yeah yeah I'm trying to um, I, I agree with what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah but I can't, can't <laughs> think, right. I can't think of more examples yeah. but yeah no I agree yeah we, we had a good chess game yeah we had yeah, mum and dad threw a dinner party, and uh, you you just came around for something to do. And we played chess. Well, all the parents got drunk, <laughs> and you got me. Yep. Yeah. In the end. You got me in the end. I played Jindy last night. I I can't play chess. Dad's beaten me like he's eight love up. Jaden's two two love up. You oh really? Like, I can't I can't win. I'm, I'm shit out. So Jaden's got you as well. He's got me by the balls. So I feel like I feel like I'm alright, but I have a lapse in concentration, and there goes my queen or something like that. What about you? With do you play? Do you play at home or? No, but um, I know what you're saying. Like, oh, like chess is pretty unforgiving. If yeah, if you have that one lapse in concentration, it'll cost you. It'll cost you the game. Yeah. Especially yeah, like. You can lose your queen so easily if if you if you use your queen aggressively, yeah, you you've got to really consider. Right, I wasn't I even guess. using my queen aggressively. Yeah. I was my game plan was to be patient and like counter Jaden's attacks. Mm-hmm. So mantra was to be patient. So I was letting Jaden make all the moves, and I was like waiting for him to slip, and then I would pounce. And then all of a sudden, I kind of had to move my queen because he was going to get me. And he grabbed my queen with a pawn. Yeah. And then, because he'd been playing so aggressively, he had, he'd actually, like, taken a few of my, my things, my pieces. So he was ahead, but I 
was happy because I had my game plan, but then I lose my queen, then I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what's your, what's your, um, do you have a game plan with chess or do you just play? No, I, I wouldn't say I have a game plan. I think, um, yeah, I guess I do. I think I, I sort of play a bit aggressively, I guess, where I would tend to try to take out one of your um, pieces mm. with um, with a lesser piece, or right. or with a or where there are yeah fewer consequences or no consequences. Right. So that's about that's about the extent of my that's conservative tactic. aggression isn't it like you're not going for the head you got you, what you're trying to take my pawn yeah, yeah you just pick things off one yeah. by one yeah you were very stoic with your style like we play our game was to how many hours two or three I don't know maybe yeah it went for a while um have you played since no yeah I thought, yeah, I'm trying to get into routines, so I'm trying to implement, like, instead of TV time at the end of the night, have it off and we all sit around and, like, talk, or we sit around and play a board game. I reckon chess is great, it's great for that at the end of the day. Instead of watching the TV, play a game of chess, and I reckon, that, I reckon that's really good. Um, yeah, we're how consistent I can be with that routine is the next thing um, yeah do you have do you have any routines yeah well, I, I guess we were sort of talking earlier about habits and that sort of thing so I've sort of tried to make running a routine mm-hmm. I don't I don't run every day but mm-hmm. but sort of most days I try to run so um that's one thing. In the morning? No, I'm running around lunchtime at the moment. That's good. Because um, cause I'm working from home, <clears throat> so I can sort of... I've got a bit more flexibility at the moment, but also working from home has sort of ruined a lot of people's routines. So, um, so yeah, I guess, like if you're saying, I think, yeah, it's important to, to have some sort of yeah. routine in place. Um, I, I, I haven't really been watching much TV either. Yeah. You're studying as well, like yeah. at night? Yeah. I've, I've tried to implement... Yeah, I guess I'm spending most of my time just on the computer. So mm. I'll work from sort of eight till five. And then... Is that and then, worried about the screen time there? Um, I don't know. Not really. But... Yeah, I guess it's probably not the best thing. I, I changed the set. Moment of realization. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah, something's just. Um, you've just informed me of my downfall. Nah. Um, it's not a downfall. It's, it's pretty mandatory as well. Yeah, but um, I have changed. I actually changed the setting on my computer. I, I noticed you can change the display setting to have. Um, you know the the blue light or whatever it's called. Nah. Oh. <laughs> so so your computer or like all screens have like a, a blue light. I think it's called where 
it's meant to be really stimulating and it makes right. it difficult to sleep. Um, and Is this the phone thing? Yeah, you it's, can, on phone. it's on phones as yeah. well. And you can turn that setting off so that you have like a yellow... It's Your screen is like noticeably different. Right. And so now I have this blue light on my... On my um, I've got like the blue light screen on my computer, but then it, like uh, around about 5.30 it changes to, to just a different sort of light setting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the idea is that it's meant to not be as stimulating and... It relaxes your mind. And, and you can... And stuff. Yeah, and you <clears throat> can go to sleep easier. Right. And I actually feel like it probably is working because I almost feel like now when I'm studying, I'm almost falling asleep <laughs> while I'm watching the... While I'm studying. <laughs> while <are you> studying? <laughs> so I'm not sure yet. If it's any good for my study, but it's probably good for my sleep. <laughs> so it's working, yeah. I think so. Yeah, so that's a, there's a, a tip for yeah. you. Yeah. If, if you're on your computer uh, at night time, yeah, there's a setting. Well, we all are, aren't we? We're just, yeah, we're all just so. Yeah, well, TV, that's, that's something. Pe- people will just watch mm. that before bed. I always used to. It's actually so good not watching the TV. Yeah. Because you just talk to each other and relax and like, you just connect. And my brain's fried at the end of the day. So I'm, if I'm watching the news or some some show, I'm trying to figure out the plot and trying to listen and people talk and I don't know what to concentrate. It's just, if the TV is off, it's just good, I reckon. Yeah. And we need to do more of it. It's almost, it's almost one or the other. So my dad is always yelling at well, he's always frustrated with us because there's now three of us at home. Mm-hmm. So I'm living with my parents and um, and mum will want to talk to me about something while dad's watching the TV mm. and dad gets frustrated. Mm. And well, with Netflix, he'll pause it because you have that ability with Netflix mm. and he needs complete silence to watch his show. That's right. Um, yeah, whereas... Last, last night, Collingwood was on and Jaden was playing the, strumming the guitar. And I was like, I just want to watch the footy. But I knew Jaden wanted to... He wanted to watch the footy, but socialise too. But I just wanted to watch the footy. I ended up going to bed and watching the footy. But I, I felt like a prick. Because I'm just like... I was thinking, what, what should I be doing here? Should I not be caring about the footy? And just be going with the flow and letting Jaden have fun when he can. Or should I be like, no, buddy, don't be rude with your guitar. And let's watch the footy because the footy's on. You know, what? Who, there's no no one's right or wrong. But I did know that when I went to my bedroom, I felt a lot happier. <laughs> Not getting distracted or whatever. So yeah, no. Um, earlier in the year, I was sort of. You were talking about routines. I um, before you, before I started studying, mm. so I started studying in July. Yeah. So before that, I was I did have get into a routine where I was starting to read books. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would I'd leave the the living room at mm. after dinner and just sit in my room and read, mm. and it was I think more relaxing and, and easier to sleep mm. than just sit, right. sitting in front of the TV yeah. before bed. Yeah. And I suppose if you're by yourself, 
you can fully immerse yourself into it. Like he's no, no one's distracting you, then you can do it properly and it's peaceful, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'd try to to sort of read in front of the TV and mum would talk to me and yeah, it's distracting. So yeah. so I eventually just went went and talk, went to my room and mm. a bit antisocial, but right. um, I think I still thought think it's pretty much just as social as watching the TV. We we don't really talk to each other when we're watching the TV. Right. And I don't think I achieve anything from watching the TV. Yeah, right. What about the news? Uh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not. It's always on, but um, yeah, I don't think it's that beneficial. I don't know. There's a lot of negativity, and mm. I'm sort of sick of it all. Yeah, just just because of Corona as well. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah. I think even before coronavirus, you see um, just all the the fighting between politicians and mm. and people complaining about how the world is. I think it's all just too negative and yeah. ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. It can, it can be overwhelming as well, I think. Or you can just get annoyed at the world. Do you, do you get that, that feeling when you see politicians fighting and just just negative media yeah yeah I guess I I do get annoyed with um, yeah how things are here in Australia just yeah I think um, yeah it's a bit of a negative culture now yeah I don't like seeing seeing people getting worked up because I just think everyone should be striving to be level and then I saw on the news the other day a politician going on this aggressive rant and I'm just thinking, why are you you getting so worked up for? Like, yeah, wish people would chill out a bit more. Yeah. I I did see, I saw a politician going nuts, but that was about, yeah, that was about, um, I think... The environment and just the lack of good, the yeah, lack of yeah, I think so. I think it was just to get their point across because the yeah. the lack of um, change that government is um, mm. sort of made and uh, climate yeah, in regards to sort of I think oh. it was entirely aimed at climate change. Mm. Yeah, that, there's a push for for the government to make change. Right. And Who so, was a politician? Uh, I'm not sure. It was a woman, and sh- and she was absolutely feeding. What is his Senator Cormann? I don't, I don't I don't follow follow <laughs> politics at all, so I don't really understand at all. Yeah. But um, yeah, she wasn't happy with him. Yeah. Um, choice words. Was she, was, it a, was she giving a personal attack? Was it becoming personal? They do that, politicians. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, why don't you follow the, like, politics? I guess it's something that never really interested me years ago. But I think... I think um, I'm probably more interested in it now. Mm-hmm. But... Just haven't taken the time to um, delve in. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's probably a lot to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the more people age, the more into politics they are. I'm not sure. No. You disagree? Um, oh, well, I guess... I guess I agree to an extent, but but not everyone is into politics, I don't think. Right. But, yeah, like... They have, a, they have more of an opinion on how things should be. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, that's not political... No, that's not. A, they're not into politics as a hobby, but they're into how best Australia should be run and stuff, right? Yeah, and every everybody has. Um, yeah, I guess everybody will benefit from um, certain rules and regulations that are in place. Mm. How, how do you think Australia should be run? <laughs> Everyone should run. No, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot, lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's up for the rest of the day? Well, I guess I will. Um, I'll be studying for uni. I'll try to knock over a few assignments. Yeah. We'll progress with a few assignments anyway. Yeah. So. That's about it, I think. Yeah, getting ahead. Yeah. So that's good. That's have you got results back yet? Yeah. yeah, I have. Mixed bag. So um, I've done two tests. I'm in doing this financial subject, mm-hmm. and I've aced those tests. So I've got hundred percent in those two tests, and they only they only count for oh, two two and a half percent of the subject. Yeah. So five percent there. Confidence boost though, mate. Yep. Um, so I'm doing an assignment there in that for that subject at the moment, mm. a group assignment, and that's a little bit challenging. Trying to we've got to write in a group, um, and just trying to sort of write a report that sort of mm. is written in a way that it sort of looks like it's been written from the one one person. One person. That's impossible. But um, we're making use of Microsoft Teams, which is a pretty handy program. How does that work? Um, or we've used OneDrive before. Uh, I think so. Yeah. So 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 I uploaded the document to. Well, I'll get a bit confused with 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 Microsoft. I think it's actually called SharePoint. I think, and the document is uploaded to SharePoint, and we can we can all modify it at the same time. So that's good. But yeah, it's still sort of a little bit clunky. I think. Group assignments is fucking treacherous. Yeah, it's it's a little bit difficult. How many people in the group? Four of us. You have the person that doesn't give a fuck, and then the person who's organising it, and then someone that chips away, and someone like do you have other roles already like established in like layout? I guess so. I would almost say that <clears throat> I've almost taken on the the leader role, which mm. I'm not really used to. Because um, you haven't led before. I'd say I've led before, but when. Um, footy. Yeah, in sports, I have. So I haven't been a captain with footy, but yeah. but I've been in leadership roles, mm. and um, I think people have looked up to me. Yeah, of 
feel like you're more of a like yeah you're you're a leader but you might not be the voice that yeah tells everyone what to do and stuff yeah I just try to lead by example yeah um which is arguably the best leader because like action gets you like usually it's action that gets the respect right yep of what you do yeah I guess so yeah um, yeah, so... But be it back to... This group assignment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that they've come to me. I think they're sort of looking to me because because I do well in this subject mm. from the yeah. the math side of things. They, right. They're sort of asking me for advice with the... the mm. Are you coordinating the timeliness? Are you making sure... If things are getting done on time and stuff as well a little bit where we are sort of trying to to plug away but um i wouldn't say i'm particularly strict so mm. yeah we've we've i think the assignment's not due until the 15th so so there's not yeah so i guess we we sort of have to get cracking but mm. <clears throat> most of the assignments are already done a bulk of the work We've just got to tidy it up and that yeah, sort of you thing. Have to evaluate the other members at the end. I don't think so. Um, no, I think we're all getting the the same mark. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so I've I've worked in another group assignment where someone else sort of took that that lead role, and I think they were very good at it because they. Oh, they just seemed like they know what they're doing. On top of it all. Yeah. 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 Buddy, not jealous of you doing buddy a group uni assignment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm happy. I, I don't mind group assignments too much, but yeah, I think I prefer just being mm. a member of the team right. rather than. It's, um, easy. it's easier. Yeah. 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 How do you view leadership? Like, do you have aspirations to lead teams going forward or are you happy being the team member? I'm pretty happy being the team member, I think. Mm. But I think if, um, if it's something I'm particularly passionate about, mm. then, um, yeah, it yeah. might be something that I sort of would like to lead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about yourself? I'm a bit the same as you. I, I think... Um, yeah, I probably could lead, but if I tried to, to not as well, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, like I've kind of moved around and done this and that, so I've never really been around long enough to become a leader or, I don't know, I feel I feel uncomfortable telling people what to do, Yeah, I think, and I suppose that's what leaders should, like, need to do. In a way, or or you need to be fully committed, and like maybe I I'm, uh, I like haven't been. <laughs> yep. So yeah, um, I'm not I'm not sure, but yeah, I I like to. I also think that like if you're authentically yourself, then that means I feel like if you're the leader, you have to behave a certain way. Mm-hmm. And th- then you're kind of conforming to, to like, 
a certain way, way of behaviour. But if you're if you're like truly original or like truly yourself, and you might be like, but like your flaws are a bit more open, or you're less likely to be looked as a leader because you're you're not maybe thought of in that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So I think yeah, like um, you're saying, sort of as a leader, you sort of have to live up to a sort of stereotype. Yeah, yeah, you've got to watch what you say and do. Yeah, but if you're truly yourself and trying to be comfortable in your own skin, you might you might say a joke that a leader can't couldn't say. You can break the rules a bit. Like I suppose, like Dane Swan at Collingwood or something like. No way known he could be captain of the Pies because he was, he was too much of an individual, but he was himself. So he was probably deeply respected and a leader, but not like the captain, you know, that Pendles probably is. Cause, you know. So, yeah, I think that's interesting. Like, I feel like if you're going to be a leader, you've got, to, you, you've got to be a certain way. And I'm not sure if I'd, I'd want to be that. Yeah. There are there are p- examples of people that sort of break that stereotype, though I think as well. True, like who? Well, we're talking about Elon Musk this mm. morning. He's pretty controversial at times. Um, mm. The president of the United States, <laughs> Donald Trump. The Don, the Donald he, I don't know if he's the best example of a leader. Um, True. So yeah. Yeah, I see your point. You can um, be maybe controversial and not the most well-respected person. But still, still, but still leave. Right. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I do agree with what you're saying, to the most part. Although, like, say, Ben Stratton has been catapulted to the leadership, he's skipper of Hawks. Yep. And Clarko was like, all the boys love him. Yep. So he's not, he's not the best communicator and he's not the like the a Luke Hodge or like you think of Nick Rewald or someone like that type of skipper but he's he's the leader amongst the boys but he's not polished he's their leader so yeah yeah you're right like he can go can sort of I work both ways respected or something I yes guess. yeah yeah and he'll probably go into the role as well yeah Ben Stratton who else have we got Marcus Bontempelli's a new skipper he's probably like a Skipper, skipper. I reckon he's kind of someone you'd expect to be captain. Hmm. I think he he probably had to grow into the role though as well because I think he was he's still prepared, sort of young, isn't he? Yeah, but that's just and he's and young. Patrick Cripps was the same. Both yeah. both he's young. Got, he's got skipper written all over him. Yeah, yeah, Cripps. absolutely. What else have we got? Well, Selwood, amazing skipper, been a skipper for ages. Trent Cotchen, he's like the Mr. Captain. Yep. Uh, Zorko's pretty, yeah. He's yeah, probably the obvious leader there. Sydney. Been there, been there a long time because their their clubs changed a lot. Sydney got shit Kennedy, I think. Skipper material. Tex was Tex was like not that he was more rough around the edges but skipper because the boys love him yeah he's not captain <laughs> who is Sloan 
Yeah. Hard case. So they, are, they asked him to step down because he couldn't handle the media very well or something. But yeah. Anyway, mate. Should wrap it up. Thanks for thanks for coming on. What did you think? It was alright, I guess. Yeah. What do you think? It was good. It was good. It was like a bit like that. It was. I'll I'll, I'll turn it off now. Yep.